My name is Valerie McKeon, and you are listening to the Dear Creative Soul podcast. Thank you so much for being here. This is my love letter to you, fellow creatives, to help you on your creative journey. We all know that whatever we practice, we're going to get better at. But this is not an episode where I'm like wagging my finger at you, telling you, you need to practice more. And if you want to get better at your art, you need to paint more and you need to practice more and you need to do a painting a day and all of these things that we hear. This is not a shame filled, guilt filled you need to be practicing more kind of episode. It's an entirely different direction I'm going to take with it. But on that note, I just thought of something. This is a tip that I've heard recently, and it has been a game changer. And that is to change your shoulds to coulds. So if you find yourself in your inner dialogue often saying, I should, I should be painting more, I should go to the gym more, I should get up earlier, I should, I should, I should, change that should to the word could. I could be painting more, I could get up earlier, I could go to the gym. Could is a stance of empowerment and we're talking about priorities when it comes to could. But the word should is just really guilt-ridden and just puts you in a bad place where you you feel this sense of shame and that sense of shame is not going to motivate you to do the thing. When you guilt yourself or put yourself in this position of feeling bad and bad feelings about what it is that you actually want to do, it makes it harder for you to do that thing. Your brain is going to repel those negative feelings. It is such a simple thing, but I've been trying to do this, changing the shoulds to coulds, and it really does make a big difference in my mindset. So the idea of practicing, we're going to get better at whatever we practice, but I would even say what you practice is going to become more familiar Instead of practice makes perfect, I want to say practice makes familiar. Practice makes familiarity. That isn't such a nice catchy little phrase in the same way, but it's true. Why is that important? Well, what becomes more familiar, your brain is going to register as being safe. This is another phenomenon that I've learned about fairly recently. It's really helped me understand my actions a little bit better. It's helped me understand where it is that I get stuck because I could beat myself up for these things. But then I just realized, no, this is a familiar pattern that my brain is registering. And it's the same for you. If there is a thought pattern that you have 
over and over again, even if that thought pattern is not helpful to you in the least. It could actually be extremely detrimental to you. So let's say that you're feeling imposter syndrome. And this is just a thought pattern that consistently comes up for you. You're thinking this regularly. Your brain is going to start registering that feeling as familiar. And when your brain registers something as familiar, it equates it with safe. Familiar equals safe. Unknown, risky, your brain wants nothing to do with that. It does not want spontaneity. It does not want to put you in a position where you could be vulnerable or be seen in a different way. That unknown, that stepping out, your brain will try to block it. This is why so many people stay stuck or they just repeat familiar feelings, which turn into actions. Our feelings are what drive us. Our feelings will then determine our actions. And then we stay stuck in these familiar patterns of actions that we just do over and over and over again. We don't even really know why we do it over again. Often it could be things that we don't want to do over and over again. But we do them because our brain seeks out this almost path of least resistance. And if it's familiar, that is going to be a path of least resistance and your brain is going to push you into that place. So what are you practicing This question just really struck me today. Are you practicing fear? Are you practicing procrastination? Are you practicing telling yourself that you're not good enough? Are you practicing sitting on your phone for endless hours and scrolling social media and feeling bad about yourself? Are you practicing comparison? Because the more and more you do these things, you're practicing these things, the more familiar they become. And then even if it is a bad feeling, your brain is going to register that as familiar, therefore safe. And then you just repeat it over and over again. You repeat the same way of being, you repeat the same life, and things just kind of can become stuck from there. So yes, we want to practice our creativity. We want to practice our art. If you are getting stuck practicing the things that you want to do and you seem like maybe you just don't have time to get to these things that you want to do, I would encourage you to really think about and take a look at what is it that you are practicing. What feelings and thoughts and emotions are regularly coming up? What are you practicing? What is your body registering as familiar? And I want to be clear, this is not taking a harsh 
critical view of yourself. This is not beating yourself up for these thoughts and feelings. This is not to heap on any type of being hard with yourself. It is just simply noticing and becoming aware of what you're practicing in your daily life, especially if you're not maybe making it making time for your creativity or your creative practice the way that you would want to. Now, of course, there is life. (laughs) There's all the things and adulting, laundry. I always go to laundry because it is this never-ending thing that just is so (laughs) frustrating to me constantly. There's life that is happening all the time. There are seasons and weeks and periods that there's illness, there's vacations, there's things going on that obviously time truly is the constraint there. However, in just your day-to-day, everyday life, the ins and outs of a mundane, very normal day, If you are not practicing the things that you want to practice, if you are not making time for the things that you want to make time for, I would encourage you to just take a look at what it is that you are practicing, what is familiar. Your brain is going to go to those things, but not only that, if you try to pattern interrupt and throw your brain for a loop, it's going to throw up some red flags and say, whoa, we don't do this. This is unfamiliar. If you are having a sense of shame, like we talked about, where you're maybe not giving your creativity the time that you want to give, and you're feeling this like guilt and these negative emotions associated with that, your brain is going to block that thing. If you're heaping constant just guilt on yourself for the things that you should be doing or if you are registering the idea of creating art or getting into your creative practice as something that is subconsciously going to have a negative feeling associated with it. So for example, if you tend to have a lot of perfectionism and every time you sit down to create, you beat yourself up and it's never good enough and you leave feeling defeated and down on yourself. And then you tell yourself, well, I have to keep practicing. I'm not good enough. I have to keep practicing. I need to make it to do this more often. But then you don't do it. Well, why? Your brain is registering that as a negative experience that caused you pain. And the brain's job, it it has a lot of jobs, but one of the jobs is to protect you from that pain. It doesn't want to feel that stress. So this could be subconscious. If you've had these experiences with your art, even if you want to do it, you might have your subconscious brain literally working against you. And that is very, very hard to overcome. 
And again, if this is resonating, do not be hard on yourself in this moment because this is the exact opposite of what I'm talking about. What I want you to do is take a soft approach with yourself. Simply notice if this is resonating, if you're thinking, yeah, I do have fear and perfectionism and all of these things that come up for me whenever I set time aside for myself to be creative. If you are noticing that and registering that, that is the first step to start to reverse it so that you can get in some other practices that are life-giving to you and fulfilling to you and start to tell your brain, this is what's familiar. My feel-good feelings are what is familiar. This practice that, that lights me up becomes familiar, and as it becomes familiar, your brain will relax, and then it will register that as safe, and you will find an easier path forward. So first step, notice that. Notice where you might be carrying some of these bad feelings and then notice in your day what you are actually practicing. The examples that I gave are really examples for myself because often I do that. I practice just scrolling on social media. That has become a practice. It's now familiar. There feels like there's no path of resistance there for me just to zone out and scroll. That's something that I'm becoming aware of because I want to change. I would love for the path of no resistance to be something that is a more life-giving practice, something like like painting and being in this studio where it can just feel just not having that that fear associated with it. It's just familiar. It's familiar to my brain. So when you're thinking about making these changes, trying a different, to introduce a different practice, you want to acclimate your brain to this this new way of being. I would encourage you when it comes to your creativity, when it comes to your art, often we are afraid of something in the future. You might be carrying the fear and these perfectionism feelings because you're holding on so tightly to something that hasn't happened yet. You're worried about the outcome you're worried about wasting time, not having something to show for it. But often, if you can bring yourself back to the present moment, the fear isn't there. You can enjoy that present moment for what it is, for all of the beautiful stimuli that is around you at the time. Maybe you have a cup of coffee, maybe there's some nice music playing, but bringing yourself into that present moment. The other thing that I would say is practice failing. The more you can give yourself a nice experience in the present moment, and even fail, maybe purposefully fail, maybe just scribble on a piece of paper, tell yourself it's going in the trash no matter what, and then create something from that place. 
Because if you can familiarize and acclimate your brain to failing, to creating in a way that feels good, then it's going to take away that sting. It's going to take away that path of resistance for your brain when you think about creating and all of the fears come up. So see how much you can make the experience feel good in the present moment. Take all of that goodness out of it. What is there for you right there for the taking in the present moment and start practicing these little things that you can feel good about in the here and now. When you can feel good about that practice, whether or not there is anything at the end to show for it, or maybe you tell yourself, whatever I make is going to go in the trash. It's all about the experience that you give yourself. When you can practice that and get your brain more familiar with that experience, you are just going to start to have a much easier time to do the things that you want to do. And this goes for any area in your life, not just your art or your creativity. If there's something that just doesn't seem to be happening for you, although you want it to happen, first, it's always about noticing. Just take stock in your thoughts, your feelings, emotions, what is keeping you blocked there. Try to trace it back to something that you perceive to be painful or uncomfortable or rooted in fear. Once you realize that thing is present, that fear is present, that discomfort is present, try to think of any small way that you can tweak that discomfort to make feel good for you. Again, in an art practice, it could just be immersing yourself in the music, in drinking the coffee while you're creating. And if that is the only thing that is accomplished in that entire time, that's okay. Make that the thing. Make that the nice thing that you're giving to yourself. And the same thing goes with another area of your life that you're trying to make happen. You want to regularly practice, but you're just not making it happen. I hope that I hope that these tips are are helpful for you. And again, just remember, practice makes familiarity. Desensitize your brain to the thing that it is that you want to do so that it becomes familiar. Remove that resistance. And then you can start living the creative life that you actually want to live instead of just letting stuck, familiar patterns in your brain keep you there in the same place. I don't want that for you. Well, thank you so much for listening today. I wanted to tell you about something that is really special. I'm so excited about it. I introduced a membership in October. 
It is called the Magic Makers Membership. This was born out of coming out of the Magic of Soft Pastel online course this summer, talking to students about wanting a way to continue on. There was such magic in that group. There was accountability. There was showing up for your art practice. And art is a journey. It's not something that just ends all of the sudden and you think that you've arrived. No, it just continues to evolve. And when you hit a new level, you want to expand even further because as humans, as artists, we want to keep going. We want to keep expanding. If this is something that you might struggle with everything that I even talked about in this episode, making the time for yourself, for your art practice, knowing that you have this creativity to, to give. If you're looking for accountability on that path, being able to make your art this priority be in a community of like-minded artists who are also showing up for themselves and showing up for their art and not just the end result of the art, but enjoying that entire journey, making it as pleasurable as possible, setting aside the perfectionism, the imposter syndrome, and the fear so that you can fully step into creating the beauty that you are meant to bring to this world. I believe that every person who wants to create and be an artist should, because those feelings are there for a reason. You are unique. That beauty that you see is the only, you are the only person that sees it that way. And the world needs that beauty that you have to create. At the same time, we are all very the same. We all struggle with perfectionism and these other blockers that just get heaped on and really prevent so much beauty from coming into the world. My mission with the membership is to walk alongside you and walk alongside other fellow creatives as we recognize that we have these blockers and we're overcoming ourselves and at the same time learning so that you can put forth the beauty that you are meant to put out. And that is really my heart behind the membership. I would love it if you would check that out and join us right now. The initiation fee is waived because we're at the beginning here of the membership. There's so many fun things there. We have a virtual retreat coming up in November as part of the membership. There's a digital magazine, tutorials. We have live calls so that we can be connected with each other. And I would just love to see you there. Go to Valerie McKee com slash membership. That will give you all of the details there. And like I said, you'll want to get in now because the initiation fee is waived. We are at the beginning stages with all of the founding members. It's just really an intimate, wonderful group and just a lovely community. I'd love to have you be part of it. So thank you so much again for joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, if you think that it would be helpful for somebody else, I would love it if you would share it. And also if you share it on Instagram, be sure to tag me at Valerie McKeon because I always love sharing those posts. 
Thank you so much again, and I'll see you next time. Bye.